Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Talking with a Dad second UFC fighting awards, but it's really just going to be UFC. That's really all that matters. Um, yep. Joined with my co-host here, Steve. Steve, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing amazing. How are you, sir? Oh, I've never been better. I've uh, well, I've been better, but I've never been better in this uh, these trying times. Um, yeah, yeah. Hey, wait a minute. You should be like high up on the list of people to get the that the. the would you take it? Let's say if you were. High yeah, up I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm round three. You're round. That's what I thought. I thought you would be pretty high up. So what do you think? You you gonna take that uh, first shot? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but this is not what this is about. This is a this is an award <laughs> show, Steve. And I don't know why we've sidetracked almost immediately. Um, That's my nickname on that sh this show, Steve Sidetracking Holder. Okay, okay, I like it. I like it. It's a, it's a long name, and I don't know how you're going to fit that on a business card eventually. But um, we will keep note of this. <laughs> we abbreviate. <laughs> So, so what are we talking about tonight? What are we? What? What? What amazing thing? What is happening? This is the award show. This is the this is the we, UFC award show. We're gonna we're gonna call it from now on. Um, not MMA. Not MMA. MMA. This is just the UFC okay. award show. Yeah. Um, it, it's you know, it, it, there's really no other premier organization that we're gonna keep our eyes on uh, until the until the Bellator signs you know seven eight. Uh, more <laughs> UFC fighters per division, um, right, and then, yeah. then maybe we'll open our doors. We'll open our doors yeah. for them. Um, so we we have our awards for for this evening. Um, yes. It's been a good year. It's actually been a very very good year for fights. I think. Very, very, um, very I th I thought twenty twenty. Uh, you know, looking at the first few months, and I think we did have a few canceled shows, like maybe three or four right. shows in the, in the middle there. Um, but I think we've had a show every weekend since when yeah. June or July. And yeah. uh, have some amazing fights put on. Yeah. You get to see a lot of the same people over and over again. And I thought that was actually pretty interesting. You get to see some people's careers grow this year. Um, we yep. got to see some people, you know, kind of kind of grow out of their careers almost. Um, yep. We've seen some very, very good things this year uh, from the entire roster. Um, I would say this year has been the year of the rookie and almost the death of the perennial contender. We've seen some shifts in the organization and some some good breakout moments, man. You, and we it was a good year for the UFC. Once again, not for their parent company, but thinking about what they were able to pull off in lieu of everything that's going on in the world, they really did set the standard. I'll say that until this year is up. Dana White and the rest of the organization didn't get the credit they deserved as the first yeah. sport back. And the back. only one that really never took a significant period of time off. Yep. Yeah. Now that comes with not giving a crap about your athletes. But I say, why let something like caring about your athletes get in the way of the business? I, I get in the way of the business <laughs> and the, in the in the quality of the product, the quality exactly. of the product. Most of these guys are expendable. I'm sure Dana. They absolutely them. are. He passes them in the arena. He's like, don't make eye contact. Don't fucking me. I'm not trying. Don't look at me. Actually, he, you know what? Hold on. He probably lets him make eye contact. He's probably better than Ellen. Let's be fair. Yeah. Um, Ooh. Yeah. You know, she went she wasn't the one being mean. Apparently, it was all her underlings. Like no, they no, were really I, nice no, no. It, apparently, it was her. Uh, I've heard that Ellen cannot be nice, but in the uh, the formal accusations, it was like apparently like they were super nice when she was around. As soon as she left, they're like, "Listen, you filthy interns! <laughs> Nobody eats today." That's, that's what we're talking about. as it should be. As it should be. Um, do you want to get right into it? I, I feel like these uh, some of these come on Wait. with the. Uh... Before we get into it, I think we have to show respect where respect is due. 
We're both huge Wonder Boy fans. We called it. A lot of people were saying, you know, when I say a lot of people, we're talking about the few trolls on the internet that this was, you know, he was going to get steamrolled by yeah, by Neil. And uh, Wonder Boy came out and showed, you know, he, he actually showed up, and that was amazing. Now I'm ready to get into it. You call it, guy. What's your what's your first award up here? So first award up uh, for this year is Rookie of the Year. Um, right. We've had a few emerging stars this year come out. Um, some off the contender series, some seemingly coming out of nowhere. Um, but there's really two, I in my opinion, very bright shining stars that have come out as rookies this year. Um, okay. Who is who is your pick for rookie of the year? So I'm just gonna come right out and say it. He was a guy that competed on the contender series, did not get picked because apparently his mouth was too big. But man, he has fought five times. And he is impressed each time. Came in late to fight Tiago Santos. Uh, yes, Tiago Santos. I'm giving it to Kevin Holland. Kevin Holland is my Kevin rookie Holland of the is, year. is not a rookie. He did not debut this year. He debuted in 2018. He is a rookie. No, no he was on the Contender Series. No, he fought sir. Thiago Santos at UFC 227, August 4th, 2018. Get out of here! That fight was two years ago. Yep, fought John Phillips in 2018. Fought three times in 2019. Then I got to give it to my boy Cosmet. Kamzat <laughs> <laughs> Chamayev. Kamzat Chamayev did debut this year. Uh, has fought three times this year. Um, twice in July, once in September. I actually picked uh, Joaquin Buckley uh, as my yeah. as my rookie of the year. Really? Okay. Lost in his debut. I, okay. I, I understand that, but had one of the most spectacular knockouts. Um, and then followed it up with a uh, with a second KO very shortly after. I think he is probably one of the biggest prospects in the UFC at the moment. Uh, I do okay. I do think Kamzat Chimaev is the is the second most appropriate answer, uh, or is the other most appropriate answer? It's like a one A one B in my opinion. Uh, but I okay. chose I chose Buckley because so I'm looking forward to Buckley's next fight. That that's that's more where I chose it. Where I'm not I'm not as much looking forward to Chimaev's next fight. I think there's too much hype. So, yeah, no, I know that uh, when it comes to hype, you tend to go thumbs down on this type of stuff. Here's why I'm looking forward to his next fight. Because we're either going to hate sounding like Dana White. We're either going to get to see <laughs> if he's the real deal or he's not. Sure. What does that even mean? What is the real deal? Anyone that's fighting at this level is the real deal. Let's give them their respect, right? Anyone that makes it into the NFL, even if you're like second string, whatever, you're the real deal, man. You're an athlete above athletes. He is a contender above contender. I don't necessarily think his future... Uh, I'm going to call him K, uh, KC from now on. I don't think his, his future is at welterweight. I disagree with everyone else. I really do think that he's going to wind up settling at middleweight. But in mm -hmm. regards to his showing as a rookie, I was really impressed with his grappling, right? And we were all – and I'm included in this. A lot of people were just saying that he's going to be the next Khabib. Sure. That's it. Then we saw something different. We saw a straight cross that literally leveled a man and put him down. And it was pretty twitch reaction. I've also really enjoyed his ability to just step into fights. I'm pretty pumped up about his career, but I'm really pumped up to watch him lose. And that's a really morbid thing to say. I'm really pumped up to see him fight someone that's going to take him there. I don't think that's going to be Leon Edwards, to be honest with you. It's in my opinion, it could very well be. I think mm -hmm. it's going to be someone that is able to negate the grappling and striking, but I haven't been this excited about seeing a rookie lose in quite some time. And if you're a real fight fan, you'll understand why I'm saying this. It's because I want to see how long he can remain invincible. Sure. Right? The man has taken no damage. Yeah. In three fights. In the, oct 
in the octagon. Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. But at any rate, man, he's not paying me, not feeding my kids. So screw him if he loses. You know, I don't care. <laughs> no, I, listen, you made a very good point. Um, yeah, I like I like Buckley's st- uh, his style. I, I like that um, he had that ridiculous knockout coming off of a loss. Um, yeah. And I like the fact that he he now has to follow that up. And I think it makes yeah. for I make it makes for an exciting at least start to your career. Listen, you got to play two fights after two three fights after that. Everyone's going to forget about it and they're going to move on from 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 what was a spectacular knockout. Um, and I think that's where we're going to get to see him grow and and move forward as a competitor. And I'm I'm excited for that. Dude, uh, especially uh, his lo- his loss prior to that was to Holland, right? Kevin Holland, that- correct. He took that straight and it dropped him. And mm-hmm. he looked pretty good. he looked great in that fight, by the way. That was a back and forth great fight. Yeah, very good. To come back uh against a very, very dangerous rookie that he <laughs> the rookie that he starched, who let's let's be honest, everyone was picking him over your boy. It was good to see Buckley come back that way. Especially yeah. with a kick that was not luck. I don't know how many times I'm gonna have to say this, man. No, that was not that was not a fluke kick. He that is a that is a taekwondo kick, kick for sure. Um, he threw that with intention with his eyes open. Yeah, all, I, I 100% agree. We're moving on to our next uh, our next award oh, yeah. here, next prestigious yeah. award. What oh, yeah. was your biggest upset this year? I have oh. one that I'm not sure that, that you're going to remember. Well, I want to hear it. Let's uh, kick it. Roxanne Modafari beat Macy Barber, and I think that was that was the biggest upset this year. Macy Barber, obviously huge prospect in the uh, the women's division. Roxanne Modafari is a, is a is a journey woman, been around for a while, has a lot of fights in the UFC, and dominated Macy Barber. Honestly, you know, obviously Barber tore her ACL, hasn't fought since. Um, I actually think she has a fight scheduled uh, that, that was just announced recently. Um, but I I think that is that for me is was the biggest upset this year. I was I was I was riding high on Macy Barber. No, that that's a good pick. And uh, thinking about where Roxanne has been in her career, being an OG for women's MMA. Yeah. Now listen, she's made gains that people need to show her respect for. Her striking's looking a lot better. It's very proficient for where she's at in her career and where yeah. she's at as an athlete. You know, that's a huge thing. What can your body allow you to do? Sure. You're right. Macy did tear, but some people might say that that was due to some of the damage. And I don't think a uh, a non torn ACL. I don't think if a I don't think if she had both knees, fine. I don't think that fight goes any different. To be fair, uh, it was it was fairly one sided going into the injury. Yeah, I think uh, my upset isn't an upset in my mind, right? I'm on the record of saying this, but it was an upset for the world. For, for the world, reason. watching fucking. Uh, oops, sorry. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> watching tony ferguson get mm-hmm. handled right you know mm-hmm. i've been saying this for quite some time that as soon as someone plants their feet and they just don't get into that war and they just controlled action and watching kevin gaethje have and it was kind of heartwarming too watching him have his breakout moment we kind of went because i'd been referring to him as a slobber knocker and i actually had justin ferguson gaethje winning. justin gate i keep calling kevin it's a kid i went to school with just in case. <laughs> watching him have that moment because that's also I'm on something I'm on record for. I actually said that I thought that he was just always going to be that brawler from the yeah. World Series of fighting, and he really came out and shined and dominated that man from. Well, can't say from the first round because <laughs> he got knocked down in the first round, but 
pretty much after that. But after that, <laughs> after yeah, that. yeah, sat sat back and absolutely picked Tony Ferguson apart. Fantastic fight. Um, yeah, actually, that was up there. That was up there for me for fight of the year. Honestly, yeah. um, for Justin Gaethje, Justin Gaethje was, uh, yeah, I, I th- Justin Gaethje put on a, an incredible performance there, for sure. Actually, my my honorable mention for that was going to be uh, Neil Magny versus Robbie Lawler. But then I thought about it, I was like, I I knew Neil Magny was going to beat Robbie Lawler. Mm-hmm. Like I, there was, I, they couldn't have picked a better fight. Sure, for, <laughs> they couldn't have been, picked a better fight. So that was mine, man. Uh, I think that he took Tony Ferguson's soul. In that fight, <laughs> <laughs> listen. Our argument definitely could be made for it. He definitely exposed him and uh, exposed the fact that you can't get tired punching him in the face. You got to you got to have a, a game plan uh, to overcome that for sure. So I I, I do think that was a uh, it was an incredible performance for sure. I actually have Roxanne beating your girl again if they fight again. Macy Barber. Yeah, so I have. So I, I. I haven't been, but I mean, it's not like Macy Barber's not going to come out like a bat out of hell. I think she's probably going to bury down on the body shots a little bit more. I think she's going to work the dirty mm-hmm. boxing in there, and we're probably going to see a little bit of an augmented sprawling uh, brawl type of situation. But I think that Roxanne will eventually get it where she wants it to be. That was a great fight. That was a good pick, man. That was a good. Pick. Listen, I, I I dug deep for these because I I went through and I um. Like I went and looked at like, I just looked at like a list of, of victories, right? And I was like, oh, okay, no, 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 that was clear. This one was clear. And then I'm like, holy shit, this was a this was a fight that yeah. I d- I did not expect to go this way. And Roxanne Modafari came out. I think she fought like at least one other time this year too, right? And, yeah, she won uh, that fight. As well. Yeah, 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 and looked very, very good. And just was it was a pure domination. So yeah, I. Uh, you know, Dana was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Right he's now? like, uh, "She was one step away from getting cut." She was gonna be one of the sixty. I was finally there. Like, wait, Dana, you already knew you were cutting. Since you were- no, this, no was, this, this was January. <laughs> COVID, you see. All right, so what do you, what do you got next? What's up next? Uh, the breakout moment. What was a moment for you this year that um, not only did you kind of not expect, but it was like, okay, that, this guy has a name now. This guy's on the map. This guy is. This guy's here, and this guy's here to stay. It's Holland, man. It's Holland, and it's actually Holland against uh, against Buckley. True. Right? That, that was a great fight, and it was good to see him get tested that way, and it was actually great to see because, you know, Buckley's a killer, and I don't mean that the way Dana says it. I mean, like, the kid is extremely he's nice very guy, good. very oh, humble, mm-hmm. but he's got power in both hands, and he does something that most power punchers don't know how to do in MMA. He puts combos together mm-hmm. with his power, so anything he touches you with is causing damage, and to watch him and Buck, uh, watch him in Holland go back and forth and then there was a point where I wasn't convinced that Holland was going to make it out. I was like, oh, the knockout's coming. Sure. And then all of a sudden, bing, clean striking, one out. And it was just, that was the moment I was like, oh, we might be watching someone come into their own right now. Like, we might be watching a real contender come up. That is a very, <laughs> very, very, very good answer. Um, mine was Chamayev knocking out uh, GM3. Um, with We just walked him down and threw one punch. <laughs> <laughs> Only reason for me that that's the breakout moment for Chamayev this year, um, and I think he deserves definitely one award for me. And I, I, this is the only one that he even is mentioned in, honestly. Um, <laughs> was because it's like they were like, oh, okay, well he fought two cans, you know, who knows? GM three is a, a veteran. He's this, he's that, and um, he came in and and the guy who everyone thought was this incredible uh, power power grappler like like Khabib came in and, and knocked durable. this. 
and durable came in and yeah and knocked this guy out w- w- with one with like a cross and like yeah. yeah that that for me was the breakout moment for Chimaev this year I, and you know what the crazy thing about that cross was uh, again his eye this is very telling for MMA eyes wide open space was good range was good sent it right down the pipe Just right the down pipe. the pipe boom right on the chin um same thing for Holland man uh his his uh striking that punch that he caught Buckley with was a little bit looser I mean it was still straight down but I mean when I say loose like it almost seemed effortless right right he said, right, hey. right. He told him, hey, check that booger on your nose, and Buckley wiped it, and then bang. bang. <laughs> <laughs> and that's literally what happened. Um, the reason that's the breakout for me in another sense is I'm just thinking about the people who are going to be able to beat Izzy, uh, Izzy right? Sure. I'm thinking about the people who are going to stand the best chance against Stylebender, and I'm thinking when I look back at his Stylebender's fight against uh, Gasolum, the one thing I seen in Gasolum that night was he was very, very relaxed and very loose. And was more content to play his own game as opposed to playing style Stylebender's Bender's game. game, right? Not not getting caught into that rhythm of Stylebender doing what exactly. he wants when he wants and making you react to him. And Kevin Holland would be a very good opponent for that that exact reason, yeah. Um, yeah. Because Kevin Holland's yeah. not going to get drawn into that. No matter where he is, he's going to be dangerous. He knocked Jacare out off his back with a punch. Um, Dude, it was one of the about- craziest things I've ever seen. Crazy thing about that is he's a, a brown belt or black belt. Uh, Kevin Holland is, and he's like a legit, sure, legit player. And I would really like to see how that stacks up against Izzy. It's it, it would just be it's it's compelling. Right, it's compelling. Who is he gonna? He might have an, another fight scheduled already. Um, yeah, it, might, it depends if they put him in against uh, KC. Oh, that him. that's an idea. That's an idea. I I forgot about that. That's an interesting fight as well. Um, I don't think they're gonna do it. I, obviously, they're not gonna. It's not. It's not worth the risk for either fighter. Honestly, you have two. Yeah. You have two massive trains right now, and you should yeah. let you should let them pass, and you shouldn't let them collide. And I, I think that's that's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two ships passing in the night. Yeah, absolutely. Those guys do not need to to be there, especially when that's Chimaev's second weight class. You know, yeah. that's not even the weight class that we think he's gonna he's gonna compete at. Um, mostly, in my opinion, this, this uh, when it comes to welterweight, these are the times when I miss Rory McDonald, and I'll I'll explain why. Right, Shemaev versus Rory McDonald would be the next obvious thing if you wanted to prove that this kid was legit, dude. That's, Rory McDonald, that's not an easy of, fight. No, in spite of like his uh, turtleneck villain-like outfits and his you know the eccentric behavior, he's an intelligent, intelligent fighter, and uh, yeah. I miss him in the UFC sometimes. I'm I just don't think, and I've been wrong plenty of times. I don't think Leon Edwards it's the best fight for him, like to prove that. I think it's going to be fairly easy for him to put Edwards on his back and keep him there. Sure, for the entire fight, so. it, it definitely could be. Um, and we, we're probably more than likely going to see that soon, yeah. you know, and, and that, that'd be definitely interesting. Um, let's Check move it. let's move on to our next topic here. What it. was the most boring fight this year? <laughs> um, my answer is an odd one because it ends with a devastating knockout. Okay. It was, actually, it was actually Silva versus Hall. Okay. As yeah, because because Uriah Hall didn't want to throw at all on him. I I, I could <laughs> yeah. totally understand that. That that is that is exactly that is a very good one. That that's a, that's an honorable mention for me. Now that you mention it, 
<laughs> and wow. it was like it, it, it was it was scary because I, I was tense. I'm waiting for Silva to get hit, and he was actually looking very good against Hall. And I was like, yeah, of course he looks good because Hall Hall's is- not doing it. <laughs> Hall's just like. <laughs> he's waiting in the water you know um for me the uh the worst fight this year the most boring fight i wouldn't say worst was uh style bender versus romero Ooh. <laughs> I, I it's, forgot it's tense it's very very tense but when you watch it back there was 30 strikes thrown throughout the entire fight or something uh, it, yeah, yeah. it was supposed to be a very very explosive very exciting very Oh my god! It was supposed to be fight of the year, and right. uh, it turns out to be the exact opposite for me. And it, it was Wonder Boy versus Tyron Woodley all but, over, but again. worse. Well, yeah. <laughs> but Yoel Romero literally stood in the center of the octagon, not moving, um, for for an extended period of time. There, it just it wasn't it. It, it absolutely you know was not it. You know what sucks about that whole situation, man? Yoel did not deserve to be there. Nope. Like a, like Paulo. But Yoel, I mean, pa- there's a better argument for Paulo working his way up the ranks. But this was like Yoel's third chance at this thing, man. And I thought he was going to come out like a bat out of hell. Grab Israel, throw him out of the octagon. Yeah, and then he, he came him. out of the wrong hell, unfortunately. He came out, hey. of the, out of the hell that's like, oh, this is hell? Like, oh. Not this place. You know, it's just a, it's just a big shopping mall filled filled with fucking elderly people taking laps. You know, you know, it was another pretty boring fight for me. I just have to make sure it's in the right year. Was actually the BMF fight. Was that twenty twenty? That was nineteen, I think. Nineteen. Okay, I was gonna say that was a pretty boring fight. Only in the sense where I was like, why is anyone surprised that this is happening? <laughs> no one should be surprised that Jorge is handling him. But if that's two thousand nineteen. It stays where it yeah, belongs. Yeah, the end, the end. The uh, Kamaru Usman versus George Masvidal is a, is a uh, is up That's there, too. Uh, the foot-stopping incident. <laughs> no, not an incident. <laughs> that, that brought him to victory. He had, he had triple the amount of significant strikes. <laughs> now, how significant they were is, is a better question, you know. But uh, definitely were... Uh... <laughs> they, were they were fucking something. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what else was a pretty boring fight. Were there any other honorable mentions? Man, uh, I, man I, I, I didn't even have to look for this one. Um, so okay. I didn't even go through other ones. Um, like the other ones I have, like I could probably go two on, two, three on maybe. I did right. not. I, I was like, I know exactly what my fucking pick is going to be. Um, and, and it is it is Stylebender versus Romero because of what it should have been. Okay. Actually, that I would say, if I could augment my pick, that is the better pick. I had forgotten. That's how forgettable that fight was. Exactly. Exactly. That, oh man. Ugh. Thanks for ruining the evening with that one. You brought it. You brought it all back. <laughs> <laughs> I paid. I paid money. So did I. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, what do we got next? What do we got next? Uh, let's see. What, what is up next on the chopping block here? The He Got Humbled Award. Oh, that's easy. Yeah. Like, that was easy. easy. Paulo Costa got exactly what he had coming to. <laughs> oh, wait a second. You're right. You're exactly right. I chose Tony Ferguson. 
also got humbled. Yeah. Can you can you humble a crazy person? Yes. <laughs> but he still talks. He's he still talks more shit than anyone in the UFC at the moment, and he's gotten fucked up twice. <laughs> In the same year, but which one are you talking about? Are you talking about Oliveira or uh, uh, Justin Gaethje? Justin Gaethje, okay. the Justin Gaethje fight, because that was because again, like you said, it was the fight that like Justin Gaethje's just a, just a brawler. He's gonna go to the ground, and Ferguson's gonna do this, and then uh, none of that happened. And Gaethje put on a striking clinic, only second in my mind to the Max Holloway versus Brian Ortega striking clinic. Yeah. That uh, that is. That is the only one that I've seen in recent memory that is like, oh, man, that was bad. Um, <laughs> and Ferguson got lit up, and and he, that was the he got humbled. Dude, you know what's crazy about the way he got he got humbled against Oliveira, right? It wasn't even like I mean the arm bar was was horrible, but we were literally watching, literally watching what would have happened with Khabib. The better question is. How would Oliveira have dealt with Khabib? Probably the same way. But Tony Ferguson gets humbled, and I'm more worried about his mental state because the things he says afterwards, even after the Gaethje fight, he's just like, well, you know, I kind of had him right where I wanted him, and I was like, oh, yeah? Where was that? <laughs> uh, perfectly at the end of my nose. Um, thank you, Tony Ferguson, and have a great night. Yeah, bo- both both good picks. Paulo Costa was very good. Paulo Costa... Uh, he I, he got literally sexually assaulted at the end of that fight, and uh, no one talks about it. Dana's like, we don't, don't no, play no, footage. we don't, we, don't, we don't, don't bring it up. It was you uh, he got you he felt, got you felt like a, a man on an island by yourself. I know you did. You felt you know you're cra- taking crazy pills. You're like this guy doesn't deserve to be here, and we're all. Like, I was oh, literally yeah. the only person I, who had ever said that, and I said <laughs> his his resume is worse than mine. And I might make a better argument. And everyone's like, no, no, you're a fucking idiot. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm not. That guy did not deserve to share the octagon with Israel Adesanya. And that I would know, I would not say that for many fights. Um, he got outclassed, embarrassed, and then humped at the end of the fight, frankly. <laughs> the fact that he had to call him human trash. I was really worried that he was going to press charges. Dude, I thought, I thought he was going to. I, th- I literally thought he was going to. And you know, and you know what? He might have had a good case for it. <laughs> Absolutely. What up, Gilly? Yeah, and here's the crazy thing, man. He talked all the ish leading up to the fight. Like, every type of bit of ish did a person talk. <laughs> Like all he of it. he all insulted of it. his his hobbies. He insulted yeah. his fighting style. He ins- like he insulted his 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 manhood. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and he rubbed it on his back multiple times. <laughs> and you know you know what's worse than being humped is oh. saying it was because you didn't get any sleep before the night before. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the Dude, you know, if you're that nervous about going into a title fight, you probably don't belong there. Um, and that just strengthens my point. Absolutely. Absolutely, <laughs> man. Um, I'm trying to think if there are any honorable mentions for of, that one. of he got humbled and that that was probably it. Um, Justin Gaethje going into the Khabib fight wasn't talking any trash. Um, no. That would have been a that would have been a good one. Um, Connor didn't fight this year. Or Diddy, fuck, fucking cowboy. 
Who cares? Poor cowboy. Poor cowboy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I kind of got the short of the stick those, on that one. Those, those, those are the good ones. Poor Apollo. Yeah, there's there's <laughs> two this year specifically. Next year, if if Chemayev loses, uh, that will be probably a mention. Um, yeah. If if because there's Edward a big if. Literally kicks him right out of the octagon. <laughs> <laughs> what a front kick like karate <laughs> what, what what do you got next what do you got next? um for next for me is comeback fighter of the year comeback fighter of the year well i gave that one to uh to neil magny he was you know being sidelined coming back and being able to put on the performance that he did and I, i'm a big neil fan i don't make any uh i don't make any excuses about no, that are. i believe I, I believe in the kid. I believe in his career. I believe in where he can head with the right uh, training and uh, promoting. He's not the best looking guy. <laughs> right? He's not the most charismatic guy. He's not going to be under cover of GQ anytime soon. But what he is, is a man who shows up and he will fight and he puts on a good fight for the fans. So it was good to see him come back. He got it because I'm a fan. My answer is kind of only a half answer, and it, for me, it's more public opinion on this one than than legitimate career. Neil Magny is a very, very good answer. I chose Charles Oliveira um, with oh, with with two big name wins, but the guy hasn't lost since. 2017 he lost to paul felder in 2017 he's on a seven seven or eight fight win streak so it's it's almost a disingenuous answer um but for me charles Oliveira solidified himself in the conversation for a title shot um he, he solidified himself as 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 maybe even the next title shot in my opinion beating kevin lee and tony ferguson this year and both in you know submitted them both you know dominated, you know, dominated them both right um that was my answer uh Big fan of of Charles Oliveira. We've talked about him for I think this is definitely two years in a row now. Um, yeah, and yeah, we called the we called the fight with Kevin Lee. Correct, we knew that. Correct, knew yeah. that was the only fight playing uh, Star Wars Battlefront two. We, we talked about it for a very long yep. time. Um, I, I remember well, that videos. It, it's it's near there. <laughs> it's near there. <laughs> it's pre Borderlands three finish um, for sure. Um, but that for me, Charles Oliveira, and that's a public opinion one and not a he legitimately had a comeback in his career because his career has been on, on the up and up for for, again, three years now. Um, hasn't lost in a while. So, well, I mean, to think about where he's come from, man, he was a very young guy that came into the UFC and he got put up against killers right away. And, uh, you know, he had, he had his ups and downs. No shame in any of the people he lost to it's been in the UFC for a got- long time. The, the C, yeah, lost to Edgar, lost to Max Holloway, lost to Cub Swanson, and Cowboy lost to Jim Miller. Yeah, all killers, all yeah. grown, except for Max Holloway, all grown men. <laughs> you know, you come in a young guy, and these dudes have like been doing this for quite some time. Max Holloway is a freak. <laughs> what? <laughs> Max Holloway is not. He's Max Holloway is young. People keep forgetting that he's yeah, not like, he's like 27 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he only sounds like he's been fighting for 20 years. Yeah, Oliveira's <laughs> lost to Ricardo Lamas. He's lost to Anthony Pettis. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lost to Paul Felder and then hasn't lost since. Um, so it's funny you bring up the Felder because he is my honorable mention, man. Uh, so for a guy that lost a fight, his popularity went up after a quasi retirement. You know, in a fight that he could have arguably, you know, the nod could have gone his way against uh, Dan Hooker, but uh, came in, stepped in last minute on a fight, lost the fight, but looked amazing and had more heart. So that was a, a great comeback for the Felder. And if he ended his sure. career on that one, 
great honorable mention. It would have been a, it would have been a very good for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um. Now we get into some of the good ones. Now these are All the right. Right. these are go. the awards that the other awards wish that they were. Okay. What was the submission of the year? I'll go. I'll give you a second. Clearly didn't come prepared. Didn't have anything written down here. Um, for me, it was uh, Khabib's triangle over Justin Gaethje. Um, that's, a, that's an interesting one because I would pick that too, but I would want to know why you think that was the best one. Why? Because that was the last question that anybody could have had for Khabib. They did. Okay. The last question that we had was, is how does he deal against a, a slick, hard-hitting striker, right? And we right. saw him against Connor, and everyone still had the same questions. Like, well, Connor didn't get to do this, Connor didn't do that. You saw him against probably the most heavy-handed fighter in that division, um, the guy with the, probably the, the, the best ability to be able to put you out um, and to then dominate him and choose, if, if we believe the story is correct, choose which submission right. he wanted to use um, and, and hits him with a triangle. That is my submission of the year. You know what? Here's why I would. I'm gonna just talk about your pick here for a second. So, <laughs> the reason that's a great pick is because I didn't even know Khabib's legs could do that. <laughs> <laughs> like never in a thousand years <laughs> did I think that Khabib could actually hit someone with a triangle off Mine's his back, off his back, and it was it was tight as all hell. Mine's actually gonna go to uh, forgive me for butchering his name, uh, Figueroa. Our new yeah uh, yeah yeah Davis and Figure- exactly. Figueroa I think I think is is what his name is um, yeah yeah last fight last fight and it's because of the way he cinched that choke up right and I would have never I there are times when I see people cinch up guillotines I see people cinch up arm bars and I'm just like oh that was pretty slick this was a straight power move and I was almost convinced he was gonna snap that guy like a twig sure now. Now, here's to say, like, I know he's a high-level player, man. I know that he could probably do a slicker, more polished triangle. He could probably do a, a slicker, more polished arm, head and arm choke. But to get that choke the way that he did and to think about what he did to poor Joseph Benavidez. In Twice. Their last fight. Twice. Yeah. yeah. Twice in a row. <laughs> like, I don't know if, if Benavidez ever fights again after that. Where, where do you go? Because that guy's the champion. Uh, here's the thing, man. I think yeah, I think he's done. He's probably gonna take one more uh, legacy fight, as they call him. Sure. Uh, and then that'd be it. And I think I think we might not see much more of Megan O'Leary after that, either. To be uh, honest with you, maybe you know, uh, who knows? She might yeah. be there. Yeah, but he gets it. He gets it for me. Now, I was trying to find the the gentleman's name who got the camouflage. No, he didn't get the camouflage. So he just came off the contender series. He actually did a flying triangle, which is something. Oh, it was very recently. Um, Jimmy Flick? Yes. Did you see that? Through the head kick. Head kick got caught. Uh Falling back. This is not an accidental move. He actually Mm -hmm. threw that leg up there, pulled the head down properly. And I was like, oh, man, he just caught that. Beautifully. beautifully if i was a guy that got kicked in the head i would definitely be like why did i grab his <laughs> god i should have known i should have known um i don't think uh i don't i don't remember the uh bryce mitchell it was the, the the camo guy i don't think he pulled any twisters this year i might have thrown no. that in in there as an honorable mention i think he did twice last year or something um right. yeah i uh i could be my pick 
Oh, wait. I, I got to go back to he got humbled. But you're going to like this pick. My honorable mention was going Sean to O'Malley. Be... Yep. <laughs> but he didn't get humbled. It's the same issue with uh, with Tony Ferguson. He, he doesn't believe that he lost that fight against uh, Marlon Chito Vera. Doesn't matter what the crazy person believes. You know how I go for? He walked to McDonald's naked. All right, that's all that really matters. But no, that's a great pick. He's you know, in regards to could be throwing up that triangle, man. We all know his grappling is top notch. He's the best, champion. literally the best. But also beyond being a sambo champion, man, he is an amazing mixed martial artist who knows how to transition. And there was no real point in that fight where he was in danger. It's just. It's truth, man. I don't think we've seen a Khabib fight where we saw him in danger, but that's not that's not the point oh, of this yes, conversation. It Listen, to go. In a Michael way- Johnson, and apparently RDA looking at this new footage, he might have like choked Khabib conscious, unconscious, and then conscious again, like Khabib just popped back into reality. And there is that one questionable fight where he may have lost, but you know, John Jones has lost three fights by my count, so yeah, you got to give it to him. Okay, so the next one I don't have an answer for. I could not come up with an answer. Um, I would have had to have probably done 14 or 15 hours of watching footage today to really, really come up with an answer here. Uh, round of the year. I there Last year, there was a very clear-cut answer for round of the year um, in the Stylebender versus Kelvin Gastelum fight. I right. don't have a round of the year this year. Um, Actually, I have one. And uh, I picked Whaley versus uh, in Jacek round two because that's when it really started to pop off. It was like, that was on my list. Um, there's that. And I think round one or two of the uh, Shane Burgos versus um, Emmett fight as well. Um, oh, that's, a good pick. that's a good pick. Both of those made my list, but I I, I didn't want to. Those are the only two that I could think of off the top of my head. And I couldn't I couldn't rightfully pick one. So right. I didn't I didn't have an answer this year. Uh honorable mention too as well, I would say would be um Stalbender versus Paulo Casso round two as well. That's when I really started to realize I was like, yeah. okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. Well <laughs> Well, I guess somehow I gotta find a way to tell Zach he was right. Also uh Whitaker versus uh Cannonier last round. Amazing round. Very good. Very good. Yeah. 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 That might be it for me. To see Robert Whitaker come back and do that against a dangerous opponent like uh, like Jared Cannonier and then really solidify himself and, and, and really show why he was the top of that food chain for so long. Um, yeah. 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 I like it. I like it. I, I like all three. All four of those are very, very good. Yeah. Listen, that's what I'm here for, man. I'm here to remind people that Robert Whitaker may look like a model, but the man fights like a complete savage, and he deserves his respect. I don't he know if Robert Whitaker looks like a model too. Uh, <laughs> maybe a model human being because he's got guys who's like he's very very cool. Uh, he's like a very nice guy. I feel like he, um, him and Stipe are like the family men of uh, yeah. of the. And DC's gone now. You know, let's be fair. Um, yeah, he'd be in there they, as an honorable mention. Here's what they're doing, man. They're never skipping out on the bill, right? They're paying a little bit extra. They're coming over. They're helping not only to put together the uh, the playhouse, but they're really going to walk you through how to do all that stuff. That's the type of guy Robert Whitaker and Steve Bayer are. Who's the next on your list? What's next on your list? Oh, oh dude, I can't believe we, um, round three of uh, Steve versus DC. 
Actually, he, oh, ah, see, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have that as an argument. Bob's like, it's too obvious. Right? I, I didn't even. Th- I thought this fight was last year. To be fair, no, it was, I would have mentioned August. it. That's how crazy this That's year has been. This year has been absolutely, absolutely insane. Uh, that's in there for me as well. I, I wanted to mention that before we move on here. Now we're getting into the real fun ones. Okay. Okay. Knockout of the year. Mine will surprise you. And you sent me I'll that. You sent me the video today, and it pissed me off. <laughs> for me, it was it was Garbrandt knocking out a Sun Sal. With no, the, that doesn't that doesn't surprise me. That was a great one, man. It, it, I'm not a big Cody Garbrandt fan. We've talked about this. Uh, but that <laughs> knockout at the bell it just it, it was one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. Yes. So let me say in transparency, that is clearly the winner besides your boy. Uh, just forgot his name. Back spinning, that was my that, second on there. <laughs> um, Kevin Holland, Jacare is, is, is way up there for me too because he's off of his back why. throwing a hand. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I picked that one. He swung his leg out. His arm came out with it. And I was like, holy shit, he did use it. For- I thought Joe was talking out of his ass. And I'm like, holy shit, he did use that for momentum. He totally had that plan. But what you don't see, if you don't, if you weren't paying attention, he had actually hurt Jacare moments before like that. in transition but, there, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And Jacare was just holding his hand up, just trying to protect himself. So that got that, that, I, yeah, that, that, that was my pick. That was, I that think was that one's very good, uh, and I think the uh, the Buckley one is obviously the most flashy one of the year. Um, but the, but for me, the the Garbrandt a Sunsau one was incredible because that's a, that's Garbrandt's first win, and it, it was a while, right? Like if I'm remembering yeah. correctly, and yeah, yeah. and just because he he had gotten to this point in his career where he gets hit and then just swings and then just gets smashed, and uh, he he had gotten hit. He had, and he looked calculated. That was that was deliberate. That was not accidental. He looked right where he was going to hit the entire time, ducked down, and then, uh, a la Mike Tyson, used his legs in that in that to, to gain power and smoked him. Right, and that's yeah. why for me that was the knockout of the year. Yeah, eyes were completely on him the whole time. The only reason I uh, I picked uh, Holland was because who it was, Jockery. It's not like Jockery hasn't been hurt. He's been hurt by uh, Whitaker, a few other people, sure. but this was. Devastating, devastating to see because um Cody gets Cody gets it right one hit that's it one hit a quitter but what was worse about this knockout is the fact that when Holland got on top of Jacare he hit him three or four more times with Jacare's legs underneath him <laughs> and it's like watching this tighten up the sport completely into the octagon I was like, oh, man. an absolute titan of the sport too right <laughs> yeah it was um it was very good I, I do i do have to give you that um i'm trying to think if there's some honorable mentions obviously paulo getting starched very good the Kamzat, yeah yeah one punch knockout um man if whitaker had finished Cannoneer and like actually truly knocked him out at the end of that. It probably would have yeah. been that. Um, yeah, yeah I, I I don't know that that's that's it. if if Gaethje had finished Tony Ferguson, it'd probably be up there uh, as knockout of the year. Um, but yeah, I think the ones that we mentioned are kind of the, kind of the top of the top. We're gonna have to circle back to uh, submission of the year because we didn't show someone their respect 
Aljamain Sterling ran across the octagon and choked a man out to go for his championship run. And I completely I forgot about it too. I forgot about it as well. It's I just want to throw that one in there. I I just remember he just it was Senhagen, right? And Aljamain Sterling and just like I just gonna choke this man to death to get my title shot. Also amazing. But I'm actually gonna go with your pick for for knockout a year. Only because not only did Kobe uh duck down, look at the legs and then bring it back up, it was because both of his hands were down. And notoriously, that's been the reason he's gotten knocked out sure. in the past. His hands have been down in the transition and he's throwing a kind of a looping hook. And to see him come back like that. Now, obviously, I would have loved to seen him this super fight between him and uh David, but that's a good pick. I'm gonna go with your pick for the year. Okay. Okay. Um I'm gonna go political on it right now. All right, we're going very political. Next up is fight of the year. Um, there are two for me very clear, maybe three very clear uh answers for this, but I chose Wei Li Zhang versus Yoana Yun Jacek as yes. my fight of the year. Uh, it was as did I, as did I. It, it was incredible. I, I put Burgos and, and Emmett in there as as a second. Uh very good fight. Um there, there were a few. There was that fight that we were talking about on the undercard. I can't fucking remember the guy's names now. That that was very good a few weeks back. Um, I know. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But watching the two champions of that division really go at it and then watching Wei Li really solidify herself as the champion. Uh, now we still have to see her fight Rose. Let's be fair. Um, yeah. Because Rose's striking, I think, is a good counter to hers. But... Whaley Zhang versus Yuani on Jacek, I think is by far and away for me the, the fight of the year this year. So uh, for me, I put I picked that one. That's my number one. But then I also threw DC uh, versus uh, Steep A in, in there. there. Very good fight. Uh, that, you, that is not a wrong answer, you know. No. And I also threw Michelle Waterson and friggin' Angela Hill in there. I think this is a fight we've had so many good fights that we forgot that we watched Michelle Waterson. A woman I had completely written off, not because I don't believe in her talent. It's just I believe that her talent, you know, like, isn't going to carry her. Her size isn't going to carry her to the highest points of the division. I think it's always going to be people are bigger and stronger than Michelle sure. Waterson, which makes me respect her a lot more. But that was a great fight. It was an absolute back and forth. Very good fight. Yes. Yes. But if I'm good, if I'm being honest with you, DC versus Stipe. <sighs> It's it definitely is the best trilogy of yeah. all time, in my opinion. Um, yeah. I don't. I, yeah, it's it's up there. It's up there. It's yeah. very, very good. Very, very I good. I not considering. I mean, it was just amazing to watch those two go at it and to watch Steve pull ahead. Sure. You know, I had him winning, I have him winning by a wider margin than people are comfortable saying right now with DC still in the room. But in my yeah, mind, it, it, it was four yeah. one. It was four yeah. one, you know. Let's be oh, fair. Yeah. Yeah, it, no. it might have been five zero, you know. <laughs> like Stipe just looked like the better man that night. But Whaley versus Joanna, when we're talking about like, I just feel bad for Joanna in that situation because she wore the damage worse than Whaley, and I think that definitely impacted the judges' decisions because I actually gave her that fight, and when they didn't give her the nod, I was like, wow. Right. That's it was because of the it was because of the uh, the morphed Klingon look. Uh, at the yeah. end of it, um, but for sure that that was that was potentially the closest fight that we had seen this year, um, yeah, and, and for absolutely. me, that that is a fight of the year. It is how close that was. Um, yep. Yeah, I, that's. Yeah, you know, I don't know. How, I don't know how else to quantify it. Right. That's that's it. 
it's it, that is a fight that I could go back and watch multiple times and enjoy Absolutely. myself every single time and probably pick up on different things every single time. And it's crazy because, uh, you know, no one saw Whaley coming. Like people have always, you know, people have talked about her talent and her potential, but I didn't see her coming. I didn't see that fight coming. Not, and that was not like that. Amazing. Not no one's arguing no. like that. Um, no, and, and to go out there and, and now strike potentially the one of the better strikers in that division. Um, absolutely, it, it's, it's, absolutely. It's, it's those two and Rose. Or that's it. That's the triangle that uh, that I'll watch. <laughs> I'll watch either one of the you know any combination of that fight any day. I, I, I want to get to making fun of people. When do we get to the razzles of the year, man? Do I don't have any razzes. I, this is this was an award show. We didn't. You know, no. we, you didn't text me and say, "Hey, I need some razzes on there." If you have razzes, we could do razzles. I don't, I don't have any razzes. Um, I do have one more award to, to hand out—a prestigious award that is the Talking with a Dad uh, Fighter of mm-hmm. the Year award. And now, I think, oddly enough, we will agree on this one. I'd like for you to present first. <laughs> you, you're not gonna like my answer, dude. And it's all—it's based off of one fight, just just one fight, man. And uh. But I'm actually going to give my pick for fight of the year to a guy I don't like. I don't like him. I'm going to give it to Israel because he stands atop of the middleweight division as the king, as one of the highly contested, most comp- competitive divisions in UFC history. When sure. you think about the lineage, Rich Franklin, Anderson Silva. Mm-hmm. Chris Wyman, Leota Machida. Like, when you think about the people... Oh, I'm sorry. Leota Machida was never a champion, but he did fight heavily there. And you think about Luke Rockhold, Michael Bisping. The Robert Whitaker. Robert Whitaker. Yeah. I just... I, I got I got to show the kid respect, or I'll come off as a complete hater, man. He, you know... He's the king. He's He is the king of quite possibly one of the toughest divisions in the UFC. So... I gave it to him. Sure. I gave it to Kevin Holland. I knew you would. You come out and, and you win five times in a year, man. You win five times in a year. Um, and four oh. and four out of five were were finishes. You know, yep. you went to one decision with Darren Stewart, which is which is a good fight. Yeah, you, you kind of have to, right? Yeah. I, I feel like if you are are that good. And you you finished everyone in every which way you you wanted to, knockouts, submissions, decisions. Like I think truly Kevin Holland deserves it this year. Adesanya is a very good option. Um, I wasn't sure who to give it to. Uh, there wasn't that many people who who fought that many times or was that dominant, right? Usually for me in a fighter of the year, like you have to fight a few times. You have to be very dominant. Yeah. You have to you have to go out there. You have to win multiple times. Uh, and Kevin Holland kind of fit the bill this year. So the reason why Israel gets it for me, man, because even though the Yoel Romero fight was a complete stinker, you can't take away from the fact that Israel said, I'll fight him. No hesitation. Like, I will fight the guy that most people spend a lot of their time ducking in this division. And then Paulo not being deserving or not, he's another dude that is ducked. You know what I'm saying? He's another fight that apparently he's a guy that it's really hard from the book fights for in the UFC. Which it shouldn't. That shouldn't be the case. Let's be let's be fair. Um, Paul, but he took. Paul he got is in the there. reason. Paul is the reason I didn't pick Israel Adesanya. Absolutely not Izzy's fault. He got Correct. in there, and he and he did it. Holland is definitely 
sky's the limit right now man i'm trying to stay reserved about it sky's the limit i like the kid's energy i agree with chel sonan i don't think it's fair to call him the big mouth i think that his trash talking is next level because it's not actually trash talking like when you listen to the stuff he's saying to the other guys in the octagon it's all really nice and most of it is motivational like he said to buckley's like hey man you okay all right, good. Let's keep going. <laughs> and he wasn't being sarcastic. No, it was really legit. Yeah, it was really legit. yeah he's That's my fighter of the That's year. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. It's hard not to pick that, I think. No, so I know we can't call these people fighter of the years, but I do want to throw some names out there for people who deserve some respect. Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. People who just gave us something when we thought their careers might not be heading in a direction anymore and it was time to wrap it up. I want to formally apologize to Holly Holmes because <laughs> I had been calling for her retirement because I love her as a fighter. I love her as a person. But, man, did she not go out in her last fight and just show us that she was the woman that was – got to remember, when they, when they picked her, it was Conor McGregor and Holly Holmes. Sure. These were the names that people wanted to see signed in the UFC – today right like they people harassing dana and to see her go out in that last fight absolutely amazing i think another honorable mention uh turnaround has to be robert whitaker himself man i understand where his head's at right now i get it if he doesn't want to fight israel maybe he's not there mentally or maybe he's just not sweating and that's how he's getting prepared for the fight but you got to give the guy respect because he still came back sure two times you know and proved why robert whitaker the guy from australia versus england and the ultimate fighter right you know like yeah it's like to think about where his careers come from man like and how long he's been around doing this it's worth he's he's worth an honorable uh, another guy who uh you would never guess his age no another guy he's 29 years old and has been in the ufc for 10 years you know another one i want to throw out there is jose aldo jose aldo man his fight against pd yan this listen that was a scary situation i was scared for aldo all the way up into the first bell and then i was like man this dude came aldo came to fight <laughs> like he didn't just come to get steam steamrolled man sure amazing absolutely amazing dude absolutely another, good, another good mention i don't know if you said it or not already is uh paul felder yes um paul felder's an incredible mention here uh, in a year that which we saw Paul Felder work more on um, commentary than anything else, to have him yep. come in and step in, uh, did he step in late against Hooker as well? Um, and definitely he stepped in on no, that was a that was a scheduled fight. Um, yeah. which I thought you could have given to to Felder. I think that was a, yeah, that was a split absolutely. decision. Could have went either way. Um, and then to step in on what four or five days notice off of the commentary table to come in and fight RDA and then go to split decision um is an incredible year um especially yeah. coming off of the end of 2019 where, where he had beat edson barboza which is yeah. not an easy fight that is a two losses that you might have well you might as well not even chalk them up as a loss yeah also need to throw him in there dustin poirier give the man his respect people were thinking dustin hooker was literally going to beat him to death in that octagon and he stopped Hooker dead in his tracks. Sure. Now, I know it wasn't, I know, it was a back and forth affair. But you got to admit, Dan Hooker came in there thinking that, like, oh, this is Dustin Poirier. He's here to get hit. And that was some of the best dirty boxing inside clinch boxing I've ever seen in MMA. Amazing. Yeah. He's probably going to get knocked out by Connor, and I don't want to see that. 
but it was still amazing. No, he's not. <laughs> it was not going to happen. I, I have Poirier winning that fight the second time. Um, get it. I, that's it. That's all that I have. If you have some razzing you would like to do, it is up to you at this moment. So listen, uh, we want to bid thee a farewell to Paige Van Sant, <laughs> Rachel Olstovich. We don't feel like we ever got to really know you the way that most people wanted to get to know you, and that's okay because no one should ever know MMA fighters that way. But I'm sorry to see them go, especially Paige Van Sant, considering her entrance into the sport. Were you watching when she first came on the scene at all? No. A lot of drama. A lot of drama. She gym bounced. None of it's her fault. I'm just talking about bad sure. luck. Bad luck all the way around. The, every gym she left, they all had something bad to say about her, about her, but none of it was really about her character. It was just about the fact that she left the gym in pursuit of becoming better. Then ultimately ended up at uh, Alpha Male. Got into a notorious relationship. Wound up leaving that gym as well. And now she's going to do bare knuckle fighting. Looks fine. That, Still, in my opinion, is a fall from grace. <laughs> now, Mrs. Ostovich, I couldn't care any less. That was that was the probably the the that was the best cut anyone's ever made. Uh, um, uh, she has a losing record. She wasn't competitive. She wasn't fun to watch. And frankly, if she if she never fights again, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I think that her and Pearl Gonzalez are going to meet up, do a calendar with each other. Anyone where they're doing, someone's kicking a campaign for you to start an OnlyFans, man, it's, yeah. <laughs> but where's the other thing? Pearl Gonzalez is a legit fighter. The only reason they would do a calendar together is because, I don't know, for some reason, that's how Pearl markets herself, man. I would like to see her not market herself as that. And, you know, she's actually doing a, a no-gi grappling contest as we speak. That's how much of a real fighter she yeah, is. Yeah, and she's probably being very competitive at it, too, because I actually think she, her yeah. grappling is very good. But Rachel Oltovich? doesn't no ha have no idea what she's going to do, and frankly, <laughs> I blocked her on all social media. Dead to me. like an, No, I, I, I never followed her in the first place. So <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, I have some more honorable mentions, but I just want to point out some more weirdos for the year. John Jones, you need to let us know what you're doing, man. Please stop posting pictures of yourself or videos of yourself doing uh, pull-ups in full on the salt. Uh, but what I do I want is more pictures of the dogs. Oh, beautiful. I beautiful. will take more dog pictures, and I want to know what happened to that giant cat that you had. That is the mystery of a lifetime. Now, I know someone else that had a cat that was very similar that lived in Temecula, good friends of ours, and their cat, their wild cat, roams the community eating other things. Yes. Now. They can't yes. get it back in the house. I, <laughs> I do not doubt that. Uh, they're they're semi-wild animals, and fucking cats are basically that already. Um, yeah. Did your cat come home yet? Yeah, he's here. Oh, okay. Thank God, man. I was like, I was starting to get really worried. No, I mean, I knew I, I knew where he was. Just getting him out from where he was was the, was the issue. All right, good. You know, it's been uh, you know, it's been a great year for for UFC. Yeah. Uh, as it yeah, it has. Uh, we'll see you guys in one year uh, from today ish. Yeah. Uh, with the third annual awards award ceremony. I know. I want to see how long I can get you going. I want to see how long I can keep you going there. The the third annual uh, Talking with the Dad UFC Awards. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. You can find us on all the social media platforms and favorite podcasting applications of Talking with the Dad, mostly all one word. And that's it.
Join the Discord. Give us topics to talk about. We're lazy. Thank you, and have a good night.